Welcome to Reflections from the Heart, presented by Stewardship, a mission of faith. Reflections from the Heart with your host, David Abel, is an outreach of Gospel Reflection, a ministry of Stewardship, a mission of faith. For the next 30 minutes, please join David as he breaks open the bread of life in the Gospel reading for Sunday's Mass. And as the same Holy Spirit who inspired the biblical writers, inspires us today with the truths he reveals to our hearts through his word. Now, here's David with Reflections from the Heart. Hello and welcome to Reflections from the Heart. My name is Rob Longo with Stewardship and Mission of Faith, and I'm joined by my compadre here at the mission, Tom Fertle. And we have two guests from, uh, from our Gospel Reflection, Cameron Norris and Christian Gleichman. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Thank Good you for having you, us. Thanks for having us. Uh, absolutely. And, and Christian, it's, uh, it's great to have you here. Uh, for those uh, of you who have listened for a long time, Don Gleichman uh, was a member of Stewardship Mission of Faith, a part of the team for a number of years, and uh, he has gone home to the Lord. He's uh, taking up the Stewardship Mission of Faith, a heavenly office, interceding for us. So Christian uh, is, uh, is Don's son. So Christian, God bless you, brother. It's, it's awesome to have you here. Thank you so much, Rob. Appreciate it. Right. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, this is a gospel reflection. And what that means is we're going to look at the gospel that will be proclaimed this coming Sunday. So when you go to Mass, it's, you're not hearing it for the first time. And then, uh, so we'll read the gospel uh, and then we'll just share. You know, it's not a Bible study, it's just a reflection, you know, and usually a word or a phrase will jump out at you and, uh, and start, you know, start tugging at your heart. Uh, so we'll share here with each other. But as we're sharing, just really pay attention to, you know, where you're feeling that tug. You know, a word might jump out, a phrase, and, uh, and just, just go with that. Ponder, ponder those things in your heart. So the gospel that we will read is from Matthew, Matthew 2, verses 1 to 12. So if you have a chance to grab a Bible or look it up on your phone, Matthew 2, 1 to 12. And before we read the gospel, Cameron, can you open us up with a prayer? I would love to. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. And thank you for this time of year as we celebrate your coming. We thank you for the work that you're doing in our lives, in our hearts, and in the world around us. We thank you that we'll be open vessels for you to flow through. And we ask for your anointing on this time as we open up the word and we reflect as the Holy Spirit leads. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Awesome, brother. Thank you. Tom, can you read the gospel? Absolutely. Our reading from the gospel of Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising, and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out, and behold, 
the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house they saw the child with Mary his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And, having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise you, to you, Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. So, uh, those, those last two words, Tom, when you read there's another way, um, that, that, that was a challenge to me. Uh, as soon as the, those words came out of your mouth, another way, it's like, uh, you know, in this new year, do I want to do things my way mm. um, or God's way? And a lot of times, if uh, you know, if I reflect and, and give myself the time to to look at different aspects of my life, a lot of times I want to impose my impose my way, and uh, my way is comfortable. And the Lord, He has the best way. I just need to be open to to His prompting to uh, depart from my way and uh, and go that other way, His way. You know, and he's he's a loving God, so he allows us to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like kind of like as 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 you know, as dads or moms, and we look at our children. Sometimes we'll we'll let them make that choice. That uh, you know, we know that they're not, they're not going to be hurt, but they it might not be the best result. But it's almost better to you know let let them give it a shot their own way, and then uh, hopefully they'll learn. Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't learn when I do things my way and not God's way. But uh, fortunately, he's the master of retest, and uh, he kind of lets us you know uh, you know do it again. So. Um, um, I think that's that's a good as, as as you said, Rob. In this time of resolutions and New Year's and new ideas, here's a new resolution. You know, more more God's way, less my way. I think that I think we can all I think benefit from that. Yeah, it's awesome, Tom. Thinking about being parents, and you said letting our kids make maybe their own choice. Also, if we are a good parent, and our kid crawls up on our lap, and they want some advice on things. We don't zip our mouth and say, no, sorry, go figure it out for yourself. We say, wow, that's awesome. I love that you want to know what I think about this. I'm not going to impose that on you. But I love that you're coming to me for advice, whether you're five years old or 25 years old. And God describes himself as a good father, perfect, actually. I think just by sharing what I'm sharing and what you're bringing up makes me think how often do I <clears throat> excuse me how often do I crawl up on his lap mm. ask him a question and then listen because if I do that I don't think he's going to be silent that's not what a good father does that's not what a perfect father that's not what I would do if my kid wants advice so yeah the times where I want to make decisions trial and error and go down different routes. I think sometimes I need to go back to prayer shouldn't just be, for me, one-way communication. If I have access to him and he's a perfect father, I don't think he's going to keep silent. If there's something that troubles me, I think that matters to him. So we're going down the parenting road, which I love to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and an earthly example, you know, if, if you had Warren Buffett in the room, 
would you be showing him your checkbook and and all your investment decisions, or would you would you ask some questions and yeah, and listen and listen as much as you can? You know, so uh, that's 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 a beautiful image that you painted. Absolutely beautiful. It, it you know it, it reminded me of Cameron as you're saying that. Um, one of the best parts of being a dad, you know, was you know when the when the child, you know, especially when you come home from work, you know, and little when the kids are little on the pitter patter, little feet, oh, yeah. dad, you know. <laughs> but as as a dad, I mean, when a child raises their hands to say, "Lift me up, dad," like you can't resist that. Got to you can't you got to do it. You yeah. Do it. And Bear so up. to you to 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 take your point, you know, in that direction, I, I think about like as you said, God will not deny us if we lift our hands. That act of surrender, that act of hey, pick me up, that act of you know, if we can't resist our children, yeah. then how much can that perfect Father not resist us? And just yeah. can't wait to scoop us up and wrap us up, and you know, and then then we like our children can get that feeling. I'm in God's hands now. Everything's going to be okay if I trust that. Our children trust us to pick them up, to wrap them up, and let them, and they know then that the world is okay because I'm in the arms of the Father. And so they're, take that parenting yeah. analogy a little step further. Yeah. I love it. And my kids are young. So they're five years old, three years old, and one and a half. And one of the things we're talking about with our kids now is how do you hear the voice of God? Because he happens to be invisible. He happens to not sound the same as mom and dad do in the room. It's, it's more of a quiet soft, still voice. It's a prompting. It's a thought. It's an idea. And you can test it out. Another thing is opening the word and read until something pierces your heart. Um, I think it's important for us to have that relationship. How do I hear from God? I love how in here it talks about the, um, the wise men. They had a dream and it was so real to them it was so clear. How, how many times do I have dreams or do we have dreams where we think, that was pretty cool and don't put too much thought into it? What, what if we go to bed at night and we say, if I have a dream tonight, Lord, talk to me in my dreams. And when I wake up, I'm going to ponder that and I'm going to see what you were trying to say to me. Do we do that? I, I don't know, but I, I would imagine... If, I, if one of my kids said to me, hey, Dad, when I go to sleep tonight, if you have access to my dreams, talk to me in my dreams. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to spend the first few minutes of the day to think about what you were saying. If I had that, and I'm a perfect father, if I had that access, again, I think he does it. I think he'll do it. I think he's waiting on his kids to say, hmm. I want the relationship instead of prayer or Instead of us doing the majority of the talking, like you said. But dreams, man, what an incredible way in the Bible, God talked to people, and it was so real to them. Like they understood. Uh, just imagine the group of wise men waking up in the morning and saying, hey, did anybody else have that dream? I don't think we're supposed to go back that road. I think we should go down this way. And whether they all had the dream or it was just one person, they knew. That's, I mean, that's like, it's a Bible story, but it's so real. It'd be like us sitting around this today and saying, hey, I had a dream last night. Just so you guys know, something you were going to do, I don't think you should do it. I should do, think you should do something else. Yeah, you're, you're blowing my mind a little bit, Cameron, <laughs> but uh, because something that, that really struck me about this reading, and, and I like that you 
acknowledge that it, it, the last line is, and having been warned in a dream. But if we go back to the beginning and we look at it, these are also three guys that followed a star, okay, for uh, in an earlier reflection, I heard someone say that historically it may have been four to five months of a journey. Um, even yeah. if the journey's four or five days, right. to follow a star and just to have that, um, like an uncontested, a certainty in their in their faith, in their action, you know, to pack up, leave home. And go on a journey because it was prophesied that hey, yeah, uh, beneath the brightest of all stars, when you if you see this star, um, a Christ will be born. To have that belief, I'm in you know, so I'm real. In awe of that, uh, yeah, yeah. So they go on this journey, and 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 it's all following the star to the point where even King Herod is like, well, when did you first see the star? You know, he, and and they follow it, and yes, they find Christ there. And then you're right. And then they go, they get, they present gifts, they go to sleep, and then they have a dream. So then they wake up the next morning and they again followed without questioning. Um, yeah, I think that that's amazing. And something you said earlier has me, uh, I have a six-year-old daughter. Cool. Um, and when you and Tom were talking about uh, just from a parenting um, standpoint, it's making me realize in my faith journey, I, I don't maybe often fail her as a father, but uh, personally, I, I, I think in a lot of ways, I find myself failing as a child, mm. meaning how come I'm not going to God and, and completely reliant upon Him? And, and is that star maybe shining above my house? You know, if I'm not looking up, um, yeah, you can't see it, yep. you know. So um, I liked hearing you talk about that, and 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 not looking at it from a a, um, a father standpoint, but more as a child, you know. And in 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 through life's challenges and in times of need, how how trusting am I, and and how unquestioning am I following the star, and how often, like you say, am I am I just saying, hold me, yeah, hold me, Dad. You know, yeah. hold me. Yeah, because if we if we want our kids to have that intimate relationship with God the Father, yeah. we have to show them that we're vulnerable, that we work His children too. You know, so if we're and for me at least, you know, if I'm if I'm unwilling to surrender my control, my you know, my desire, like, you know, I want my kids to follow God. I want them to have an amazing relationship with God, Father, yeah. Son, and Holy Spirit. But I need to get out of the way. You know, I need to, to show them that that I'm trusting in Abba, that I'm completely trusting in Him. And uh, and just a couple things that just, like you said, Christian, this whole idea of, of sleep, like, like God being the God of our sleep. You know, I just did a quick calculation. You know, if we slept eight hours a day, 365 days a year for 70 years, that's 23 years. So if we don't surrender our sleep and invite God to be the God of our sleep and our dreams, I mean, that's a lot of time yeah. that we're just like... God could say a lot even, of things in 20 years. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, this is like totally blowing my mind. I mean, yeah. like, 
Like just you know, just. I, yeah. I've heard it said about dreams that eight hours a day would be a third of your day, and a third of the Bible is about dreams, really, visions, encounters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, and then, then to, uh, if I could, Tom, yeah, um, the one thing that you said about your daughter, Christian, and uh, and I just read this recently, and and it made so much sense. And I'm, I, I'm, you know, as, as a New Year's resolution, uh, I'm going to try this in the presence of our Lord, especially in adoration. Uh, I heard, heard a story about uh, Monica. Um, Saint Monica prayed. For, Monica prayed for Augustine for 20 years, and he, yeah. was, a, he was a rebel. He was a wild man, and uh, I forget who it was, but someone approached Monica and said. Talk to Augustine less about God and more to God about Augustine. Whoa. Talk to Augustine less about God and more to God about Augustine. So as fathers, you know, the four of us are fathers, and for anyone listening, parents, especially grandparents, great-grandparents, do we truly believe in the power of prayer? Do we truly believe that prayer makes a difference? And are we trying to impose God on our kids as opposed to just falling on our knees in silence, you know, being like Joseph, hidden, silent, you know, where he, you know, he was there as the strong father figure for our Lord, you know, when he was on earth, do we, do we mirror that? You know, are we confident enough in God that we talk to God about our kids as opposed to trying to beat him over the head with, uh, with, with our, our, with religion? Yeah. yeah. I think, as you as you both said, I mean, he he stands by waiting, and 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 the signs are there. You know, you, you know, you said a Christian, the the star, you know, through the dreams, the God in many ways comes to us to talk to us. But I think, to your point, Cameron, but we're too busy chatting and 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 making noise and and filling our lives with noise that we don't take that time to listen. And uh, since we're kind of sharing, like, you know, new things, I mean, you know, I think about it in, the, like, the morning routine. Like, I don't know about most of you guys, but my, I use my cell phone as my alarm clock, so my cell phone's sitting there on the bed stand, and it goes off in the morning, and right, first thing I do, pick it up. Oh, okay, well, I might as well check the news while I'm here. I might as well check <laughs> Facebook. I mean, and I'm going through, and I'm going, yeah. what the? Yeah. So mm. just, just the other day, I, you know, I, I, put on, I put on a, you know, a, year, uh, a year-round uh, uh, scripture reading. So, you know, wake up, a little bit of Old Testament, a little bit of Psalm, a little bit, you know, yeah. gospel. I mean, it takes, awesome. it takes, I mean, it's five minutes. And like, yeah. I, I don't care how busy you are. You know, who doesn't have five minutes? I mean, we always say that. We're too busy. We're too busy. I can't, I can't do that rosary. I can't stop by the chapel. I can't. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. And, and, and quite honestly, in the last couple of days, just giving up the news every morning, I feel better just about that. You know? Hallelujah. <laughs> you know? Not that those problems go away, but you can easily get filled with, oh, look at all the stuff going on in the country and the world and you know, Washington, D.C. No, let's, 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 let's start with the Father. And yeah. let's, father, let's start with the Son and me. And everything else then falls into line you know, when you start that day. So again, we always say a lot of things in this in this room here about you know what each person finds their own way, their own path, and and their own practices. But that was a simple one for me. But there's absolutely no excuse. The alarm goes off. You know, I don't hit snooze. Hit off, hit off on the alarm. Right. All right. Take the phone. You're still in bed. I mean, what better way to start the day before I even take a foot out of the bed? Let's go to the Father. You know, what do you got in store for me? Like as David is always saying, you know, let's let's. I want you on my journey with me today, Lord. Every step of the way. This let this day be your day. And it's just change that perspective. So there's all kinds of things out there we can do. That's one I chose. You know, you choose your own. You choose Tom, your own ways. Tom, but. as you know, I'm, I'm not a big technology guy, but wouldn't it be cool if there's a way? You, you guys ever see those? Let the letter from God. Yeah, you know, it's like 
to to my my dear son or yep. my dear daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine like reading that or having someone read that, and then every morning, when as your alarm, it's good morning, son, and then it's the father. And it's all from scripture. Whoa. It's all his voice. Imagine waking up to that. Every morning. That's awesome. Can we do that? Is there a way to, to program yeah. like a, a voice alarm? Or sure. got that. Come on. We'll, we'll <laughs> I'll fi- take one. We'll, 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 we'll have to figure that out and, uh, and then we'll, awesome. we'll get back to you guys. But wouldn't that be awesome? Like starting your day yeah. with that. By the way, I just submitted the patent patent on that right now. <laughs> 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 I, I want to, uh, by way of almost confession, but uh, so last night, I had the worst night's sleep that I've had this entire year. So it was 2018, wow. the last time I slept as bad as I did last <laughs> night. I think I got about one hour. Wow. And um, when I think about it, you know what? It was one of those like uh, roll over, punch in my pillow, just upset. I was just basking in um, in in anger about something very hurtful in my life. And... Um, really probably just consumed with myself, you know, consumed in uh, the struggle, the challenges that we all have. So then here we are reflecting on, on dreams and yeah. how it's uh, no doubt a way uh, that God is able to answer prayers of ours or speak with us, guide us, and how much... Um, Rob, you, you know, the math on how much we sleep in our lifetime. And what a missed opportunity last night was for me. You know, I spent the whole night in my own mind, like complaining and talking and didn't spend a minute listening, you know? So, and because of that, I didn't fall asleep. So I didn't have any dreams. So I didn't, I, I didn't, hear a thing. It's like a, a wasted, uh, a wasted opportunity. I feel, um, I don't have a better ending to that. And then this morning that I woke up and I went to a gospel reflection group. So at least I started the day with, yeah. with the right priorities. And, um, and the temptation could have been Christian. Uh, I'll go another day. I had a bad night's sleep. So praise God that you, yeah. that you went, right. That's right. awesome. Right. And there is a good there is a good end because there's a recognition, mm. you know, like mm. we, we we blow it all the time, yeah. and then but when we have the wisdom again, I think the prompting of God to look back and go, oh, I see what I did there. Okay, well next time, you know, what? I can rectify that. So yeah, and there's always that. It's almost it's like you that. can hear the father now saying, <laughs> right, yeah, hey, now you know dreams at time is important, don't you? <laughs> yeah. We had a divine appointment, yeah. you know, and uh, well, we'll have an, we'll have more. Yeah, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Wow. A story just popped in my head. One of the sweetest things happened this week. Our five-year-old popped her head in our room and said, Dad, I just want to tell you I love you so much. And then went up to her, back up to her room. I mean, I was like on cloud nine. As we're talking about this, that story pops in my head. I think we have the same chance. Hey, Father. (laughs) <laughs> Just want to let you know, thinking about you, I love you so much. Thank you for everything you do for me. Yeah. I think that's like a very impactful, call it prayer time, conversation time. That has to put a smile on his face because it made my heart glow. 
<laughs> and you don't yeah. have the same reaction when our kids say, hey, dad, I want, I need, I want, I need, I want, I need, I want. Yeah, you're right. It's a little, Good point. It's a little bit different. Give yeah. me, give me, give me, give me, 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 you know. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. So turn things around a little bit. You yeah, know? that's uh, a good perspective. Something similar happened years ago. Um, a lot of times early, I'm up at you know three forty five, four o'clock. Everything's dark, and I heard somebody rustling outside the bathroom. And I opened up the door, and it was my one son. And uh, you know, I opened up the door, and the light from the bathroom. You know, I kind of you know recoiled from the light. And I said, "Oh, bud, what, what's high? So what, what do you what do you want?" I said, "I don't want anything. I just want you." Wow. You know, so. Wow. Like those little reminders that God gives us through our kids, and Christian, I had the blessing of spending a lot of time with with your daughter um, this past summer. And you know what a beautiful, beautiful little girl she is. You know, so much love in her heart. You know that that God gives us these these treasures to help us be better kids to Him. You know, just. Just there, just wanting to hang out with him and just in simplicity, just like recognizing his presence, like, hey, daddy, I'm here. I love you. Right. And just have that kind of carefree, joy filled, wonder and all innocent relationship with, with our Heavenly Father. Yeah. So thank you, Lord. There's definitely uh, frequent reminders in scripture that that's our model, right? As children, to be as children. To, to look with that wonder and awe, Rob, and to, and to have that faith, to have that trust, to have that never getting tired of sitting on dad's lap, never getting tired of, of trusting, looking for that embrace. I mean, the, the children, um, uh, you know, f- for all of us, are, are the model of faith. Um, and, and we lose that because we get filled with ourselves. Well, I know better now. It goes right back to where we started, Rob. My way, my way, my way. Now, you know, our kids, well, I have teenagers and 20-year-olds, 20, 20 so eventually they do want to do things their own way, but for a while they want to do it your way. You know? Yeah, you're right. Um, embrace that. And I think, uh, again, that, that's, our, that's, that's what I take home today is that, that model of um, rely more on his way, not my way. Be like the children. Be like the children. Yeah. And if I could encourage anything, Hear from God however you hear from him and and go after that. It's like the idea, I could hear my wife's voice right now, even though she's not here talking. Like I, I know how she thinks about things. I could hear it inside my head. So if that's how you hear from God, great. If it's through dreams, great. If you're not there yet, the word of God, you open it up. And a couple of things that encouraged me when I really started a good relationship with the Bible is... Sometimes I would fall asleep as we're talking. I think I never get mad at my kids for falling asleep in my arms. Actually, I encourage it. Amen. Amen. Oh, guys, it was such a blessing to be with you. Uh, have a have a great rest of the day. God bless you all. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you next Happy week. Happy New Year. Reflections from the Heart has been presented by Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. We hope that you've been blessed and encouraged as you listen to Reflections from the Heart. If so, you might consider participating in a Gospel Reflection Group. For information on locations and times of Gospel Reflection Groups, or how to start a Gospel Reflection Group in your area, please visit our website at stewardshipmission.org and click on Gospel Reflection Groups or call us 
at 717-367-0100. Stewardship, a mission of faith, is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and depends on donations from people like you to make Reflections from the Heart possible. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation by visiting our website or calling us at 717-367-0100. On behalf of David and the staff here at Stewardship, a Mission of Faith, thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless, protect, and guide you on your journey home to Him.